Welcome, everybody. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of Awakening Consciousness with Asher and Jesse. Got a great one for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking about how the government is legally lying to you. They've uh, taken steps to make uh, lying and propaganda legal. Um, we're going to touch on Fauci a little bit because uh, lying and Fauci, that, uh, that's a good time to talk about him. And the and Pfizer is attempting to roll out uh, jabs for children. So we have that exciting news coming for you. Um, and yeah, we're going to break this all down and, and uh, hopefully give people some steps that they can take in their lives to not have to deal with any of this stuff or at least uh, lessen its importance in your lives. So um, before we get started, I do like to take a second to focus our energies and intentions on the community that we're trying to build, trying to build a community of like-minded people to grow, survive, and thrive together in the new world to come. Uh, we see some crazy stuff going on out there, but uh, the more we can band together uh, with like-minded people, grow together, build together, build through what's going on around us, uh, the better we are uh, going to be able to face this stuff. So uh, that's the purpose of this community, and uh, we're trying to build out, build that. So please help. Please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, um, and join, join join and be a part of it, um, get involved, uh, be active in the chat, uh, telegram, uh, all our alt channels and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. And with that, let's get going. Anything to add before we get started? No, let's do it, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do, do you want to say something? uh fuck the police no <laughs> no i don't man i'm i'm a little i'm a little heated today uh had an incident and uh and um yeah i'm a little heated i'm ready for battle i'm ready for war so if anyone wants to go to war with me today's a good day um other than that ready to roll all right let me share my screens we're gonna be talking about the Smith Moon Modernization Act of 2012. So this is a, a revision of the, the 1948 Act, uh, which basically uh, basically made made it so that the um, media and government treats uh, what they say to foreign people differently from what they say to the U.S. Uh, to Native people. And um, uh, they, it's basically a uh, act that legalizes the propaganda. To uh, it, well, in 1948, they would be able to do sort of propaganda, uh, uh, produce propaganda and messages and those types of things to foreign uh, people, to foreign nations and, and foreigners uh, outside the U.S. But in 2012, they amended that to remove the delineation and uh, remove the uh, ban on using propaganda within the US. And so, um, so let's see what they say. Uh, here we go. 
the Media and Outreach Coordinator of the U.S. State Department's Bureau of African Affairs, Gregory Garland, noted that the United States shoots itself in the foot by the release prohibition of materials produced by the State Department and the BBG within the U.S. borders and by preaching freedom of the press abroad while practicing censorship at home. He argued against the complete repeal of the Smith Wound Act of 1948, stating that the law creates a statutory firewall between resources intended for foreign audiences and those used domestically. Tear down that firewall and it will be a matter of time before resources and personnel who focus on talking about America overseas are diverted in favor of uh, domestic public affairs. The short-term political imperative of any administration, an unnamed Pentagon official who was concerned about the 2012 law version stated, it removes the protection for Americans. It removes oversight from the people who want to put out this information. There are no checks and balances. No one knows if the information is accurate, part, partially accurate or entirely false. Uh, the monthly magazine, The Atlantic, echoed those concerns by pointing out that uh, to two USA, pointing out two USA Today journalists who became the target of a smear and propaganda campaign after they reported that the US military information operations program spent millions of dollars in marketing campaigns in Afghanistan and Iraq criticized as ineffective and poorly monitored. As it turned out, Camille Chidiak, uh, who executed the marketing campaigns in Iraq and Afghanistan, admitted to be part of the smear and propaganda campaign against the USA Today reporters. So what this act basically does is it, is it um, legalize, legalizes propaganda used on American citizens. So that's good. I'm sure that's not going to be used against us uh, in the... Uh, in the future. Um, and then, but wait, there's more. So in 2015, Obama signed, an, so that was in 2012. 2015, Obama signed an executive order to use. Oh, I think we just lost Asher there. Let's see if he comes back here momentarily. Well, I'll go ahead and um, give a couple of, oh, Hold on, he may be back. You're on mute. I think I just dropped off there uh, for a second. Yeah. But um, sorry about that, folks. Um, so there, Obama wants, and he signed an executive order uh, making, uh, inter making it, um, you know, sort of the, the government's intention to use behavioral scientists, science, uh, meaning, um, you know, sort of studying how people work, how people function, you know, work in terms of like their, their brains and their um, incentives and all that stuff to better serve the American people. So on the surface, that might sound good, but what they're really doing is they are using uh, behavioral science to manipulate uh, the public to, you know, use uh, different tactics and strategies that can uh, manipulate the public into, you know, whatever they want. And, um, you know, so you put that together with the uh, legalization of propaganda 
and the uh, use of behavioral science, uh, which means that they want to, um, it says, uh, identify policies, programs, and operations where applying behavioral science insights may yield substantial, substantial improvements in public welfare, program outcomes, and cost effectiveness. Develop strategies for applying behavioral science insights to programs where possible, rigorously test and evaluate the impacts of these insights, and uh, recruit behavioral science experts to join the federal, the federal government as necessary to, to achieve the goals in, of this directive. Um, so they're basically, you know, we've talked about sort of the persuasion game that's going on uh, with people you know, with government agencies trying to get people to roll up their sleeves and all that stuff. And, you know, it, it's a, we can see the, the, the manipulation and the tactics they're using. You know, if you sort of take a step back and, and have recognized the nonsense from the beginning, you can see the tactics and strategies that they use. And so this is all, you know, completely hundred percent legal. And then, um, and then we combine this with the uh, PREP Act. So the PREP Act was, sorry, let me share my screen again. The PREP Act uh, 2005 authorized the Secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services to issue a declaration providing liability immunity to certain individuals and entities against any claim of loss caused by or arising out of relating to or resulting from the manufacture, distribution, administration, or use of certain medical countermeasures, except for claims involving willful misconduct as defined in the PREP Act. On March 10th, 2020, the secretary issued a declaration under the PREP Act setting February 4th, 2020, as the effective date for certain medical countermeasures used against COVID-19. So in other words, we have legal propaganda. We have behavioral science, science using their manipulation tactics. And we have uh, the PREP Act, PrEP Act enacted to limit immunity or to, to provide liability immunity to individuals who are lying and uh, manipulating the public to take certain countermeasures for COVID-19. There it is, black and white. Go read it for yourself. I mean, you know, and I think, I think Asher, like, you know, your true colors are being exposed here. Any, anyone who talks about Barack Obama that way is blatantly racist. I find this whole conversation <laughs> racist. I'm unsubscribing uh, and you're canceled. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, amazing, right? Good, good research. You know, you, you put that together really well. Um, it's obviously clear as day for everyone to see. So let's, you know, let's take a bigger picture here. Um, Barack Obama, right, who signed these laws, talk about a president who came in, you know, under a storm of just incredible lies and propaganda. This is a person who, who got caught. Nobody denies that these emails are real. Nobody denies. They just say that it doesn't mean what we all think it means. This guy got caught ordering hot dogs and pizza that costs tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars for, for private parties at the White House. In the same Pizzagate emails, Hillary Clinton was scolding him 
for not taking more precautions, for not being a little more private with the ordering of these pizzas and hot dogs uh, for tens of thousands of dollars to the to the White House and other places. Um, so these are, I mean, you know, you, this is the level of evil here we're talking about. We are literally talking about a cabal, an evil cabal that controls the planet who rapes and murders children. Like, 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 like this is where we're at here, right? So, um, so our loving president, you know, uh, he's black and he's champion of, you know, civil rights and he's a champion of all minorities and he's champion of women's rights and he's a champion of, um, you know, the, the LGBTQ 25 other letters and, and all of it. Right. This is he's a child raping murderer. Literally, it, it's in the emails. Go look at it. Go look at it. It's, it's un, undeniable, unmistakable. Um, so, yeah, he's not he's not that cool guy. You know, he's that's this is what he is. Um, uh, obviously, he's a puppet, too. We understand that. I'm not saying he's doing that like his will. He's just part of the whole show. Um, but, you know, we have to we have to break these ideas completely, right? There's no, there's nothing there to be looked at other than, okay, that's, that's a demon, right? There isn't, there isn't anything else. There isn't anything else to be considered policies, personality, right? This is a, mur he's murdering and raping children it, 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 and got caught. <laughs> like uh, the fact that the media didn't pick it up is, you know, probably evidence of the, the stuff you're bringing up. Um, you know, that when you were talking early on, right, it's like, they tell you everything. We make this point over and over again, right? They tell you everything. So they, they're literally telling you, we are going to feed you propaganda in order to condition you into thinking and believing and acting in the way we want. We, we're, we've made that legal. Obviously, people cared enough to create a bill and pass it and make it legal. Uh, obviously, this Congress and the Senate are um, compromised to the point where they are, where they proved this, this law. Uh, so we know what they're all about, right? We know, we know who runs the show there. If they're, if they're voting in favor of propagandizing <laughs> Americans. Um, and so all of this pushes me into the, 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 the overarching theme of, of the time period for humanity right now is sovereignty. It's trusting yourself, and so what are they telling you? They're literally telling you that your sources of information are compromised, that they're telling you that, like they're literally telling you they're, they can tell you whatever they want for whatever purposes they want. And that's fine. And they're making that information public, right? That's part of the informed consent sort of, sort of paradigm. So what does this do? It all pushes you into, you have to trust yourself. You have to do your own research, come to your own conclusions, believe what you believe turn off the propaganda. And this is, and this is, again, this is the theme of the day. This is where we're at here on the planet. People who are not capable of having the, the, the strength and the fortitude to trust themselves are taking a medical injection that is probably going to, well, it's going to do some very negative things. Um, and they're being, you know, herded like cattle into, into slavery. Right. And, and that's because why, because they're listening to the television. They're listening to these politicians. They're listening to the propaganda and they don't have the capacity to, to stand up and, and uh, analyze things for themselves, trust themselves enough to do that and make their own decision. Um, so that for me is really the biggest piece of it. Um, you know, you also mentioned, you know, this, 
this is all legal, right? Well, well, great. So that also shows what legal means, right? Absolutely nothing. Like legal and moral don't have any connection to one another. The fact that compromised, uh, you know, child molesters who are who who live in con- who you know work in Congress and and in the Senate um, do things does does not mean anything other than that. That means child molesters voted on something. Good for them, <laughs> you know. Like the um, there isn't any. You know, the, the idea that legality and morality have any connection is absolutely absurd. Um, it, it just doesn't. Um, the, and then the last thing, too, you know, we talked we covered this a lot yesterday. But, you know, this this sort of the top down or yesterday, the day before, whenever it was the top down power structure that we see throughout every level of society intentionally, where you have one point of control at the top that then filters down to everything else, um, that power structure you know, that's what representative democracy is all about, right? That's the whole point of it, so that you can control a small number of people who then make the rules for a large number of people, right? That's that's why they sold us this bill of goods, uh, representative democracy. But if you want to take that a step further, you get into the, the shadow government, right? That Trump was always talking about and others. You get into the shadow government, which essentially, in my opinion, more or less, well... I don't know if that's entirely true. Maybe it's the people who control it, but, but it's, it's really the intelligence agencies that have all the power. And so, yeah, we, then, well, then we say, right, well, it's who controls the intelligence agencies. Absolutely. But it's the, it's the intelligence agencies that have all the power. And, and I've gone over this before, but the reason they have all the power is because they have all the leverage. They literally have blackmail ability on anyone they would like to have. They have intelligence on anyone they would like to have it on. They have leverage. They have. They can do anything they want in that regard, right? So, so, and of course, the same people control them. Control the media who are telling us all of this propaganda that they legalized. Um, and so, really, you know, really, we're talking about a situation where Congress and the Senate don't represent us, obviously, partly because they're compromised by the intelligence agencies, who are controlled, of course, and so they do things like you know, vote on acts like this, right? That obviously no American would be in favor of. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff there, but uh, it's, it's good. It's good. It's a good topic. Yeah. And it shows, it shows, um, you know, the, the long-term planning and coordination of the agenda. And it's like, you know, how, how did we know in 2010 that the goal was to inject everyone with technology to be able to control them? You know, that, that was essentially the, uh, the world that, I, that we saw it, uh, forming. Uh, we, I don't know that we had a specific timeline for that, but we, we, we had the very clear picture that the, the agenda was to inject everyone through a through a V, you know, that was going to be the, the, um, uh, the vehicle, uh, of which they're going to get this into your bodies. And we didn't, we didn't specifically know, you know, is it going to be a viral pandemic or is it going to be a, you know, viruses don't exist. I didn't know that at the time, but like, is it going to be a virus? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? We didn't really know that level of detail, but we did know that, you know, the goal, the agenda was to get everyone you know, to roll up their sleeve and take a, you know, take an injection so that everything could be tracked and, you know, to the, to green passes or V passes or whatever you want to call them. 
limiting travel, limiting trade, uh, supply chain issues, all that stuff. Like going back to 2010, and it's you know, and there were people I'm sure uh, before then who were also you know calling that same agenda. It's the point is is it's out there and in black and white. They tell you right there, and all you have to do is have eyes and ears to see and hear. And you can pick these stuff. You can pick this stuff up. It's not that hard to uh, put together. It's it's just connecting a few dots, and and there you go. It's the agenda is pretty plain to see, and they do things along the way to make it easier for them, but also disclose what they're doing. So they, they so they can't say, well, we never told you know, we never told them. No, they tell us in black and white, plain as day. It's it's right there for everyone to see. It's a coordinated effort at the top levels. And, you know, it doesn't even need to be expressly uh, stated like in a, in a meeting, like, hey, hey, Don Lemon, you got to say, start saying this on your show. No, it's like he knows he knows the agenda or he maybe maybe he doesn't, but he still uh, wants to play along and play ball because he's after that you know, sort of power and prestige and all that stuff that, that goes along with the type of career that he's in. And so it, it's not hard to see how, you know, a small group of people are enacting this agenda and it gets disseminated out through white papers and, and, and round tables and, and think tanks and all that stuff. And, and then it, and people go along. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, something you know, and a good example of that that comes to mind is geoengineering and, and just all the psychological tricks they play, right? So the first the first sign that we had of that was patents, right? So there were patents for aerosol spraying of various things, including vaccines, by the way. <laughs> um, but there's there's patents of, of, you know, the first thing that came out was patents. Okay, so then they, you know, I don't know the legal framework if they've done stuff there or not, but they come out with the patents that sort of becomes public. They start spraying. They're spraying for many years. And then what do they do? They start coming out with uh, they start making public this idea that, hey, we should research this. Right. We should we, we should look into uh, stopping global warming, which they changed the climate change when we went into a cooling period on the planet in the late 90s uh, or mid 90s. Um, but we should we should spray you know we should look into this idea that we that we spray th- we spray aerosols in the upper atmosphere to block the sun. They've been they've been they've been doing it for ten years, right? And they, and they and they start talking about hey we should look into this, putting it into the public mind, putting it into the public sphere. Bill Gates is going and talking about how it's an interesting idea, and we you know we're gonna we're gonna maybe do some experiments and see how it works. And they've been doing this again since uh, from wherever, what I can gather somewhere around ninety eight. Um, is when that is when that really started um, and then obviously intensified a lot after that. Um, and so and so and so it's that's such a crazy psychological trick, too. Right. Because for those of us who have known about this, like we're telling people, look, look in the sky. And I don't you know, I haven't done this for many, many years. But when I when I first found out about that, right, it's like I'm taking pictures of my phone, I'm documenting and I'm telling people about it. And then all of a sudden they're seeing on television people discussing that possibility. That's very confusing psychologically, right? Um, you know, so so yeah, it's just I don't know. They do they do all their all their psychological games, but then the main the main thing for me, the main point, you know, in all this stuff, 
um, you know, outside of outside of the trust in yourself. And it sort of relates to that uh, is just it's just really, 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 really time to stand up, um, especially men. It's just um, it's absurd that that men are so and, it, you know, we've been programmed, myself included. Right. We've all been programmed into being sort of sissies like that's sort of the ideal man. Right. Is like, you know, you, you you take care of the family, you go to work, you come home, you watch TV, but you don't really you're not really a man. You don't really have your own life. Um, you know, your life sort of is defined by stuff outside of you that probably you're not even really all that interested in or excited about. Um, but really, the men are the warriors, right? The men are the men are the defenders, the defenders of the children, of the of the of the family, of the women, uh, except of the tribe, you know, etc. And what's happening on the planet right now is really fucking evil. Like it's really evil, and there's just such a lack of men doing anything about it um just you know just refusing it completely and and doing something about it defending their lives and their family and that of that of their loved ones and their communities and so on and so forth and you know yeah again you know we all got brainwashed we all got sort of tricked into into sort of this pacifist like like weird feminized version of men um and so you know to the degree that that happened to any of us like we have to get out of that and it's just time to step up because the rate at which they're implementing their slave system right now is very, very, very fast. And yes, that love light, yes, balance and harmony and truth and wisdom and, and, you know, holding the vibration, and all that good stuff and strength, power. We're not having it. Um, you know, that's also like a, a big piece here. And, and then also too, part of, part you know women have been probably brainwashed as bad or worse than men with the whole feminism and all that stuff um but partly too they have to take on that masculine role a little bit because men aren't doing it so so you know so like when you see these masculinized women out there fighting for you know freedom and change and this and that you know it's beautiful in a certain sense i love it you know these sort of mama bears and these kind of like you know these i love seeing these women who are standing up but partly they're doing that because the men are not, you know, and uh, and so it's necessary. Someone has to do it. So men like that's our job. And it's it's time. There's not any more time. <laughs> yeah, we've we've sort of yeah, we've sort of inverted the the gender roles where where men these days are completely feminized and, and just not doing not doing anything. They're they're they've it's it's like they've been neutered. They, they have no authority within the home and relationship they have no authority with any any anything and so you know asking men to step up uh without giving them the proper authority to do so you know it's like it's it's almost like a catch-22 because you know you can't say anything bad about women you know there there are certain groups that you just can't say anything bad about or criticize or or even just share statistics you know like there are certain demographics that do more of the crime than others and it's like you can't say that otherwise you'll get canceled and you'll get fired and you'll be called a racist or this or that and you know part of it you know it's intentional because it it sort of keeps you within your box of you know well i guess i you know i can't say anything so i you know i don't want to lose my job so i just have to you know you know suck it up or just go along and it's it's in every aspect of of you know most men's life you know they've you know they they can't do anything within the home they can't do anything at work they can't do anything in 
in the public eye and they've basically been neutered, but they've accepted it because, yeah. you know, well, cause beer all, all you have to do basically. Is, is, is just not do that, is just not go along with that uh, agenda, that programming and, you know, you recognize your power as a man. Like, you know, I, I just said, you know, we're, we're sort of going back to a, a more, um, the, the gender dy dynamics are going back to sort of the historic norms. What I mean by that is um, historically, I, I'm not sure on this statistic, but I think it's only like in the history of the world, only like five to 6% of men reproduced. Like we are the descendants of, you know, like five, five to 6% of men. You know, that means that the, the men that got to reproduce, the men that were sort of selected by women are only the top like five to 6% of men. Everyone else didn't get, you know, they didn't get a wife, they didn't get to reproduce. And we're heading back into that situation where, um, you know, men, you know, sort of lower socially, lower economically, lower physically, men are just not able to reproduce. And it's because, you know, despite what, despite, <laughs> despite what uh, is constantly being programmed into people, like women don't like feminized men, it, you know, they, they don't like that, and they're not attracted to that. And, and yet, and still, that's the programming that we've been subjected to, like, oh, you need to be in touch with your feelings, you need to be this and that, and that just simply doesn't work if you're, um, you know, looking to have a family or a relationship with a woman. And, you know, it's, it's a lie that we've been told, you know, I, I was told, told that lie. And I believed it for, uh, for a number of years. And, you know, I'm sort of seeing through that now. But, um, you know, the amount of programming that's involved in, you know, just feminizing men is, you know, it's, it's constant, it's always present, it's always there, and you get demonized if you go against it, you know, toxic masculinity, there is a, there is a, um, the, the sort of uh, mainstream, I think it's the Duluth model, someone look up the Duluth model, is that um, masculinity, by definition, is toxic. It's not just like, certain aspects of masculinity is toxic or something like that, or, or someone can use their masculinity in a toxic way. It's no, by definition, masculinity is toxic. So men are taught, are taught that they are defective girls. And so, you know, tons of men are being raised by single mothers. They're put into daycare, which is staffed by women. They're put into early elementary school, which is all female teachers. And they go through this life as, you know, thinking that there's something wrong with them for, you know, being aggressive, wanting to, you know, run and play and, and jump and climb and, and, and build and all that stuff. That is, that's taught and ingrained in their heads is that is toxic. So um, you know, you have to break through, uh, have to break away from that as a man, if you want to have any type of success or, um, yeah, any type of success in this world. Yeah, that's right. I mean, because, and the reason, the reason is because that's where men get their power from. Like if, if a man, if a man 
isn't tested and doesn't test himself and find that strength, he can't be successful either, either, either in the business world with his family, but even just with himself, with his friends, like you, you, a man cannot be successful unless he has that fortitude. He has that strength. He has that knowing that, you know, he's got, he's got it. He's got what he needs. Right. Like, um, and the way that you part, part of the way that you learn that is that you start testing that from the time you're, you know, literally about a year old. Um, you know, I've got three kids. Like I've watched this, I've, you know, two sons and, and men and women are born completely different. You know, the, my, my daughter didn't do any of that. My daughter wanted to play with her, her, we bought her this, you know, wooden kitchen thing. And she wanted to play with that. And she wanted to play with her dolls and she wanted to read books and she wanted to ride her bike. And she wanted to, she was very athletic. She loved to run around and do all that stuff, but there wasn't a constant, you know, I'm going to like, you know, push this guy and see what he does and then test myself. And then we're going to fight about this car. And then, you know, who get right. Whereas my, my son, my, you know, my two-year-old, that's what he's all about right Not with me, but like when there's, you know, when there's kids his age, that's what they do. They wrestle and they fight and they, and they, you know, and they, they have fun of course, but they're testing, they're testing all that stuff. They're testing themselves. They're training essentially to be a man, right? They're training to sort of be a warrior, which is, which is, the man's job, that doesn't mean warrior out there necessarily, you know, fighting and shooting people. It, it just means warrior in the sense of standing up and like, and, and like exerting, I don't know, weird things doing weird stuff, but, um, you know, it's standing up and exerting, you know, your, your, um, your, I don't even know what the right word is, but just exerting yourself in order to accomplish things in order to have your family the way you want it, your business, the way you want it, your life, the way you want it. That's where you get that from as a man. That's not where you get that from as a woman. Right. right. So that's, it's different for women. Um, the other thing, you know, the other thing you were talking before about, you know, men and, uh, um, uh, what was the specific thing that made me think of it? Uh, I don't remember, but you know, men in sort of their, uh, you know, they don't do anything, right. They're not, they're sort of trained into being, into being feminized to the point where they don't, they don't really have a life. They don't really do anything. Um, you know, and, and you were, you made a point, which I wish I could remember because it would made mine better, but you know, it's like, it's like the guy who's got four medications, you know, he's on, he's got a diabetes medication, right. He's got a blood pressure medication. He's got a, this and that medication, you know, he's, he's, he's 300 pounds. You know, he comes home at night, what, what, what are you expecting out of that guy? Right. Like what, you know, like, Hey, it's time to go, you know, stand up and fight a battle. Uh, you know, yeah, well, hold on, get me my thyroid medication first, you know, and let, and put, help me get out of the lazy boy and, and, you know, and I'll be, and I'll be ready to go. Right. So, you know, yeah, you can't, I mean, they've also attacked us so strongly on that stuff, right. The physical health, um, you know, making a, dumbing us down, getting us sick, getting us on pharmaceuticals, um, and then of course you're not a man anymore at that point. You're not a warrior. You're a, you know, you're a pharmaceutical receptacle. Like, um, yeah. so, you know, so, so that's another piece of it. And, um, yeah, there's one other piece, but I don't remember. Um, yeah. So yeah, good points. Um, so we, we talked about, uh, legally lying. Um, and so I know that it's going to shock you and probably all our listeners, but, Turns out Fauci was lying. No, I know. no way. It's shocking, I know. But yeah, so this is a, in the Washington Examiner. NIH admit, admits Fauci lied about funding Wuhan gain-of-function experiments. 
So, wow, holy cow, did we ever see Fauci being a liar? The great Fauci, Dr. Fauci. Uh, a full two years after Wuhan hosted the 2019 Military World Games. I wonder what was going on there. Determined by uh, White House Foreign Affairs uh, Republicans to be one of the planet's first super spreader events of the novel coronavirus pandemic. A top official at the National Institutes of Health has conceded that contrary to repeated assertions of Dr. Anthony Fauci, the NIH did indeed fund highly dangerous gain-of-function research on bat-borne coronaviruses in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So a couple things here. Uh, number one, viruses don't exist, and they didn't even exist in 2019 when they were doing the gain-of-function research on supposed bat-borne coronaviruses. So... What is really going on here? So number one, yes, he did lie. Uh, but number two, what this gain of function research actually is, it's not about studying viruses. It's about, it's about uh, producing injections, commonly called that V word that we can't say. And that's what they were really doing there. And it's not a man-made virus. It's not a man-made virus that they unleashed onto the public and it got out and, and now it's spreading and all that stuff. That's, that is a smokescreen to get people uh, believing in the virus narrative, whether it's a uh, man-made or naturally occurring virus. And the, really the gain of function research was how do we, how do we make a, an injection to, um, for, for this? So Yes, he lied, but still the the supporting information or the inf or the 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 uh, surrounding stuff about this is also uh, misleading and false because it's not about it's not about a man-made virus. It's not about uh, this you know gain gain of function research on uh, coronaviruses. It's about uh, developing an injection. So. I wanted yeah. to make that clear. And just the, you know, just the wording of some of that stuff is, is telling as well, right? It's like um, the novel coronavirus. So, I mean, you know, so that like, it's like they're writing a novel and, and then we have the, the coronavirus, which is the crown. So it's, it's sort of the, the sickness of the head. Um, yeah. Right. Like we, it's, it's brainwashing. It's a, I mean, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a sickness of the mind. Like that is absolutely right. It is a, it is a crown you know, crown chakra, head, head, you know, that sort of thoughts, mind, uh, virus, so to speak, right, uh, of propaganda and, and lies. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, Asher, what, and this is curiosity, I, I don't, I have some thoughts about it, but zero conclusions. Um, what is your, what's your hypothesis on what's happening sickness-wise on the planet? Like, what do you think's going on? Because, and I say that because, like, I have lots of firsthand accounts of there being you know, a new sickness. Um, and, and I don't, you know, I don't, I didn't, I haven't experienced it. My family hasn't experienced it, but I have enough people that I know personally and have had conversations with who have experienced something that doesn't make a ton of sense to me, just in terms of my experience over the 38 years of my life, seeing, seeing people get sick. Um, and, and a lot of these people, you know, these are not people who are jabbed or anything like that. Um, Man. Uh, so yeah, I mean, what do you what do you think is actually taking place? 
So um, in order to understand that, we have to uh, understand what the human body is made of. And my dad did a presentation last week or the week before about like what actually is made, it, what, what the what the human body is actually made of. And if you take a look at the cells, the cells are basically the, the structured water that act as uh, receivers or receptors. And so it's it, almost like a radio. And so, and then the, the water sort of communicates messages around the body uh, using, a, with like electrical currents. So if, if that's, if that's the body, if that's the biology of what's of who and what we are, what we're made of, um, then we get sick through the, either the poisoning of the water or the disruption of the signals within the body. And so, um, as my dad predicted, uh, in 2019 before, before, uh, the, before, you know, we were hearing about the Corona, you know, coronavirus and all that stuff. Um, the, he wrote an article called, uh, with the rollout of 5G, get ready for a global flu-like pandemic. And so, um, the combination of a new electromagnetic field, uh, which is 5G, it's sort of like, it's, it's basically a low intensity microwave. So we're essentially, uh, you know, dealing with low intensity microwave radiation poisoning that has the effect of disrupting the, the electrical signals within the body and causes all kinds of conditions. One of the principal ones that we're seeing that's new is the sort of breakdown of the lung tissue. Now, I don't know why it specifically affects the lung tissue, but it seems, it seems to be doing that. It seems like um, there is a deprivation of oxygen, and that is consistent with uh, electromagnetic uh, poisoning. And when you combine it with all the other toxins, uh, glyphosate primarily, and other uh, poisons that were subjected to in the air, in the food, in the water. A lot of people are going to get sick. Then you exacerbate that with, with fear, with uh, isolation, with um, you know anxiety, with sedentary lifestyle. You know, covering your mouth so you further reduce your oxygen intake. You know why why we are are trying to treat or prevent a disease of lack of oxygen, which is hypoxia, you know, your body's lack of ability to process oxygen, you know, hypoxia, why we're treating that with further restricting our oxygen intake is completely absurd. And I think you combine all those factors with the, uh, with the onset of 5G, to me, to me, it, it makes perfect sense that a lot of people are getting sick and some people and some of those people have died. And it's completely consistent with how the body, what the body is, how the body works and the new uh, toxic toxin we're being exposed to. So that's my yeah. hypothesis. Yeah, that's a good one. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and just for people too, you know, the when you say 5G, that doesn't necessarily mean 
like a cell tower in a city pumping out 5G. It means that also. But, you know, they've got satellites, you know, all this Starlink stuff. They've got they've got they've, they're beaming 5G like signals at Earth from I won't say from space. I don't know where from. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, the uh, higher balloons. NASA is the number one consumer of helium. And so they set up a send up a hot air balloon into the into the firmament, and uh, there you go. Yeah, and that that, that very well may be uh, exactly right. Um, that's also a, a, a good hypothesis, I think, from all the info that's out there. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that makes a lot of sense to me. I, it's it's just interesting because yeah, that that's what I've seen as well, right? I've seen basically yeah lung stuff that people are experiencing that's just abnormal and um yeah i know sort of like the first video i think i ever saw of your father when i when i said i was like that's asher's dad right and I, it was pretty cool but that first video i think it kind of went viral and um yeah. and i had come across it uh you know on BitChute or something not somebody had sent it to me it wasn't you know i don't even use BitChute, but um and uh you know, he was talking about, I think it was him. It might've been someone else, but I think it was his video where he's talking about the, 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 the frequency, right? I think it's like 60 Hertz or something, 5g. And, mm-hmm. and then, and then what that does in relation to what all the things you're talking about, oxygen intake specifically, mm-hmm. um, and the ability to, the ability to absorb oxygen, to take in oxygen, etc. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's solid, solid hypothesis. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, there's, as with, I'm sure everything, there's no, you know, 100% cause of why people are getting sick. I'm sure there's a multitude of factors. Uh, But when you combine, you know, fear, stress, anxiety, poor diet, sedentary lifestyle, staying indoors, breathing dirty air, glyphosate, all, you know, all these other toxicity with a new form of radiation that we've never been subjected to, you know, people are going to get sick. And in his book, The Contagion Myth, he, he goes back in time and looks at all of the other quote unquote pandemics and a surprising number of them, especially in the 20th century, all corresponded with an upgrade to the electrical grid, you know, going back to the 1918 Spanish flu and everything from there in between. It was all an upgrade to the electrical grid. People start getting sick. They blamed it on something else. And, um, and then there's your pandemic. There is nowhere, literally nowhere in the medical literature, zero studies showing how uh, pathogen, pathogens can spread from one person to, the, to another. There's no examples in medical in the medical literature. In fact, in the 1918 Spanish flu uh, pandemic, they, um, they tried, they studied it and they, um, you know, they had sick people coughing into the faces of non-sick people and, uh, nobody got sick. And their conclusion was the transmission was not aggressive enough. There was no anal anal penetration or what? (laughs) Yeah. So the, the, right. So, you know, Show, show us the studies. He, you know, the book's been out for over a year. 
show us the studies, show us the isolated virus, show us the studies of, of a pathogen being passed from one person to, to the next. You know, we've been out there. We've been, you know, it's not like we're, we're hiding and, and, you know, not taking people who want to, who want to, um, you know, uh, debate the theories. That's not happening. You know, we're there or he's there. He's saying, you know, come on, come talk to me. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll have this conversation to you. Show show me the studies, and nobody does. And I think there's a reason why. Yeah, I mean, so, isn't it interesting how the the side of truth is always willing to talk and debate, <laughs> right? And the, yeah. and the side of of you know the side of lies never wants to do that. Um, no, you know, they yeah, want to you shut do. you down, shut you up, and you know, and call you a, a bigot, racist, homophobe, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, so that you can. Yeah. yeah. So, Make all you the know, victim groups. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah and the, and uh, the other you know, good, good. No, no, no. Well, I was going to say, you know, that, that's why, that's why, you know, it's microaggressions and everyone has a, everyone has a, you know, everyone's a special princess or, you know, and, and nobody can be. Um, I mean, I'm a pretty special princess. You are a special princess. <laughs> <laughs> But everyone else, you know, besides you, is, you know, thank, thank you. As long as you're leaving so me out of that, <laughs> can be criticized and and um, you know spoken the truth about. Uh, but we've we've got gotten into this society where you know you your feelings get hurt, and then you know you can't hurt someone's feelings because you're an evil, mean monster, and then no truth gets said. No truth gets spoken. You know, it's it's no wonder why, like this idea of microaggressions, you know, it sort of comes from that California culture. And they're the worst. They're the worst. You know, you can't say anything there. You can't talk any truth. People are cutting themselves off from family and, and you can't be invited to this party if you haven't been jabbed. And, and it's just like, of course, it's going to crumble. Like you can't you can't have a society where people are unable to speak truth to other people because of an ism or hatred or, you know, anything like that. It's not hatred to like, Hey man, like you're, you're fucking up. You need to, you need to get your shit together. Like sometimes that might be the, 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 the very best thing that you could say to someone. Like you can't just coddle people for the, for their entire lives. Cause they're going to realize, you know, at some point they might realize that, Oh, Oh shit. I'm, really not a special princess and the world just doesn't revolve around me like if 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 the first time they're hurt hearing that is like in their mid-20s like they're they're gonna have a hard time surviving and and, and growing and, and and having a life in this world like if they if they think that there's you know some special snowflake that can't be touched like that's just a they're in for a rude awakening Hundred percent, and I, I wanted to jump back into the pathogen conversation for a second, um, sure. because because um yeah I mean I so yeah I I pretty much probably agree with your hypothesis or your father's if you're if you're representing him I'm not sure but um you know yeah, I, I, I probably yeah I gotta make that clear I do not speak for him I am sort of paraphrasing some of the stuff that he said but if I get it wrong you know, and which I do, you know, like I, I don't, I don't a hundred percent. I sometimes misspeak or misinterpret or don't uh, say the things correctly. So anytime that 
I'm, you know, uh, saying that he said this, go to what he said. And that's, that's the, that's the, uh, that's what it is, but I'm just, you know, sort of relaying the message, but I do not speak for him. Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. And, um, yeah, but I mean, based on, you know, based on some of his research that you're paraphrasing, um, you know, the, 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 it makes tons of sense to me. Um, when I first heard his hypothesis out of his mouth in some of those videos two years ago or whenever that was, um, I said, hmm, very interesting. Took it in mind, talked to people about it. And as time went by, in my opinion, that's his theories have pretty much been proved, proven uh, to be accurate. And so I think it's very likely that, you know, this will be the case here as well. Um, and it certainly makes sense to me. That being said, you know, there is something happening, as you acknowledge, as we acknowledge. Um, and, the you know, it kind of gets into the nature of things, right? So everything is frequency. Everything. Everything is frequency. And you can literally measure it, right? So everything is frequency. Um, when we're talking about pathogens, that can come in any form. Now, I'm not, I don't know the dictionary definition of pathogen. I'm not talking medically or scientifically, but just logically. That can come in any form. So if we're talking about, if we're talking about a frequency, that's causing people to get sick, you know, that's, that could, I, I would have no problem describing that as a pathogen, right? It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, and if you look at, you know, if you look at how that works, right? Um, if you, if you watch the television a lot and the television, let's just take a female, for example, television convinces you as a female that you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not this enough. You're not that enough. You need this and this and this and this and this to be happy. And, you know, and, and there's something wrong with you and you should ask your doctor and you're depressed. And right. If the TV convinces you of all of these things, your mind is then going to take that frequency that you've been given or that pathogen, if you want to put it that way. And it's going to create sickness in your body. Like you're going to manifest sickness. Um, why? Because when somebody is vibrating at the level of depression, or of anxiety, or of not feeling good enough, or all these sorts of things, over time, those things begin to show in the body. So you're going to, you know, you're going to develop literally disease, you know, dis-ease from, from the thoughts that they've sort of pathogenically inserted through the you know into your hang in on, a certain way like on. the next step of that right it's it's sort of frequency worth hang on can you back up like 10 seconds i think you cut out like for t about okay. 10 seconds okay um do you remember the last thing you heard no <laughs> that's all right i don't i don't pay attention when you're talking either no i'm just kidding um so <laughs> so um yeah. So, uh, I mean, I don't know how far back to go. So basically, um, so, so right. So the television, um, gives a frequency off, right. That frequency gets taken into your mind. And then based on, based on what you do with that, the thoughts that the frequency evokes in, in your consciousness, in your mind, you then create your life out of that. So, so if the television is giving you a frequency that convinces you in your mind that you're not good enough, that, you know, you need this and that, and this to be okay, that, you know, your, your life sucks, you're depressed, you, you know, whatever it is, then you're going to, if you internalize that, which over time, of course you will, I mean, just look at our society, right? Over, over time you will, you're going to create sickness in your body. And so that's sort of, you know, that's, that's, you could make the case very easily that that's a pathogen, right? That they've injected through a frequency, a pathogen into your consciousness 
which you've then taken on and created sickness. So this is kind of the same thing, right? It's like if there, if there's, it's like sort of frequency warfare, right? If, if there's, if there's frequencies going on that are causing you to have sickness, I don't have any problem calling that a pathogen. It is a freaking pathogen, right? It might not be the medical definition of a pathogen, um, but it's a, you know, and again, I don't have the definition in front of me, but you know, it's not something transmittable human to human, but it's transmittable, right? Frequency to human. <laughs> and, uh, and it's something that's designed to have a certain effect. So it's literally created as a pathogen. Like we're going to put this into you and it's going to fuck you up. <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah, I just wanted to make that point. Yeah. So, um, that's a really good point. And that is very much in line with, with his theories and, uh, you know, belief as to what is really going on. And, um, you know, and that, that, that's why, you know, people will say something like, you know, what about chicken pox or what about, you know, my kid get comes home from school, he's sick because other kids at school were sick and now the whole family is sick. So what's happening there? Why, you know, why isn't that contagious? And it's like, and the, the, explanation for that is very similar to what you described where you know something like chicken pox is he describes it as a maturation process where uh children go through this uh growth uh stage in their life and at a certain point they have to expunge the toxins from their body that have accumulated uh since they've been born and once they go through that process they are healthier for life and, you know, and that can be measured by the reduction in the amount of uh, chronic diseases that they have and other conditions that uh, people who don't go through that process develop over the course of their life in greater numbers than people who do go through that uh, process. And, you know, so why, why then is it contagious? Well, you can't inject any of the, you know, pus or whatever it is from the chicken pox from one person into another to get them sick. But there is something on the sort of resonance frequency level that your body is, is, is saying, I'm going through this detoxification process and all the other children who are around them pick up that frequency and then start the same process in their body. And so that is, that is the explanation of why uh, uh, people get sick. And I want to show... I want to show some, and it, it has uh, something to do with um, uh, the frequency and also the water. And so I want to show some examples of the intelligence of water. Hey, let me, um, um, while you're pulling that up, let me just, let me just drive that point home that you're making. Right. So, um, we all know about women, right? Women, if women live together, they usually sync their menstrual cycles. So, so we already, we have a, there's a real life example of people's energy fields interacting and doing stuff, you know, uh, having inputs and outputs that change, uh, that affect things in the human body. Boom. Right. So, so there's, that's right there. Like, this is no longer, Oh, this is crazy. This is, you know, out there. No, no, this happens with women. Everyone knows that. Um, everybody's had the experience of walking into a room and just getting hit by the vibe that's in the room 
of whatever's going on with the people in that room. So like maybe, maybe people are fighting or arguing and that vibe hits you as you walk in the room. It's like, Whoa, you know, you, you feel, you really feel it, right? You're, what is that? That's just a, that's just a frequency. It's just a vibration. It's just something that your energy field is interacting with. Same thing. If you walk into a room and it's really joyful or really peaceful or really harmonious or really un, not harmonious, right? You feel that you feel that. Well, what is that? That's your energy field interacting with the energy fields around you. And so, and so the idea, you know, this is not a far-fetched idea at all that humans would, would have frequencies and energy fields interacting and affecting one another. Um, you know, this is, and, and of course you want to get to the higher levels of that. We get into um, sort of, uh, you know, uh, overall um, group consciousness, or I'm forgetting the right word, but uh, you know, overall sort of group consciousness and, and, and all that sort of thing. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's a, you know, that, that theory to me makes absolute sense. And also, yeah, so I want to uh, touch on water because uh, I mentioned how the, the cells are made up of, of structured water and the, the water plays an important role in, in the um, transmission of these frequencies and these uh, electrical currents that send messages around the body. So uh, we, we did a, a conference over last weekend or the weekend, the weekend before, and we have uh, someone who works with water to, uh, to basically uh, get and receive messages through water. So she takes a Petri dish of water, a very thin amount of water, and then uh, imparts a message either through a thought or a photo or something like that. She then freezes it and then shows, and then the, the water in the form of ice shows her a picture. And so I'm going to share my screen. Uh, whoops. And see what I'm talking about. Can you see? Um, yeah, usually when you share your screen, um, because of your extremely fast internet speeds, <laughs> um, usually, usually it, it takes a minute before we see it. So a lot of the time, when you're talking on an article, uh, we're looking at so, you know, maybe something else that was on your screen before you got to that screen. But yes, now it's showing. Now I see a picture of a lady. So this is a picture of a person. And again, um, you know, it can be a picture. It can be a thought. It can be an intention. Um, and so she puts this picture either, you know, sort of below the water or something like that or above it and then uh, puts the Petri disc in the freezer and then it freezes in the form of this. So as you can see, I don't know if, have you, did you, have you, are you seeing the, the iced uh, version of this? Not yet. Yep, it just popped up. So this is Otter's interpretation of what the original photo was. As you can see, it is very similar to the original photo. And it's simply just frozen in, you know, water frozen, which is ice. So that's the incredible power, intelligence, um, and, you know, just different properties of water that we're probably not fully, we probably don't fully understand. Uh, but she can, she can literally, uh, you know, she, she did a, um, 
a thought of like, you know, what's falling down? Show me falling down. And she showed, and the, the, the water froze in the image of the London Bridge because the London <laughs> yeah. Bridge is falling down. Now, how does, how does water know that? How, you know, how, how, you know, it's crazy. It's, you know, here's another one. So here's, um, you know, someone coming up on a phone, telephone wire and there's the picture. You know, you have the ladder, you have the person, you have the phone wire, you have the pole. How does water know to do that? Very, I can't very really exciting. explain it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. What's going on here. And then yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing. So, right. So, you know, it's... And there, there's many other examples of this, and you can go to her website. It's vedaaustin.com. And, you know, she works with water to, to send and receive messages. And your body is made up of water. And so, you know, really when it comes down to health, what do you have to think about? You have to think about your water. You know, water is so important. Uh, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I mean, my dad is obsessed with water and getting healthy, drinking water and all that stuff. And I, you know, I have a, a routine with my water. Like I have well water that I then uh, uh, put through a reverse osmosis water filtration system. I then uh, add uh, minerals through sea, uh, drinkable sea plasma. So it's um, seawater that's taken from a uh, very clean source in a place where there's a natural vortex. So it's structured so, and, and uh, mineralized. And then, and then I further structure it with a, with a water wand, which is a, a wand that's made of uh, a crystal. And uh, inside the crystal is structured water that's mineralized and, and sung to and, and uh, energized by the sun and all that stuff. And then I structure my water and that's the water that I drink. And, um, you know, so water, structured water, clean structured water is very important to, to your, to your health. And so if you're having any health issues, that would be one of the first things, if not the first thing that I look at, uh, that I would look at is, uh, you know, where does your water come from? So, um, yeah. you know, cause everything in the body is water and, uh, the water sends and receives messages. And the fact that you can get, you can get water out of a tap and freeze it in the form of London bridge. When you impart the month, the message of falling down, like, how does that happen? How did, how does this water that, you know, she's in New Zealand, I think it is. How does she, how does water that comes out of the ground in New Zealand know to form the picture of the London Bridge when she imparts the, the thought of falling down. It's, you know, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Oh, yeah. I, I love this conversation. Um, and I want to get to a couple of points. But Flo, who you know is my stepmother, a very powerful lady, she – oh, we interviewed her actually on the on the channel. Let's go check that out. But um, Flo, had, I, had, I've, I've experienced where she'll – she she can take a, a, um, a glass of water or a jar of water or a container of water, put her hands on it, close her eyes, concentrate for a very short period of time, like 10 seconds or less. 
um, and which, and, and then you drink it, you taste it. It's night and day. I mean, it's just night and day how it tastes. And basically she sends the water love essentially. Um, and you, you taste it and it's like, it's softened. It softens. It almost has flavor. It's like, it's like a totally yeah. different, different experience. Um, that, and that's, that's, that's its structure. That's unstructured versus structured. We, we actually did a, um, I, I did a blind taste test, uh, that of water that we structured that left unstructured versus, uh, structured with the water wand that we sell and, and four in a row, which to get four in a row of 50, 50 chance is I think 6.25% chance of getting that. I got four in a row of like, yes, this one's the structured, this one's the unstructured. And because it has that like sort of silky, yeah. uh, yeah, silky, smooth uh, texture to it. And, exactly. you know, yeah, she's structuring the water with her mind, which can be done. And it's also the reason why you were having, you know, I remember, uh, you know, when you were living in New York City, we would go down to your house and you would drink like two gallons of water uh, in the morning. And, you know, you were, you, you know, you felt like crap. You, you were always thirsty and you were drinking New York City water. And then you would go up to your dad's house in Vermont and get the well water and bring it back to you back and you felt much better yeah that's funny I, I, I forgot about those trips to Vermont partly to get water <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd bring the giant glass carboys fill up fill yeah. up uh fill them up at my dad's house that's exactly right um yeah I mean so so what's you know what's so interesting to me I mean there's so many pieces of this conversation that's fascinating but it's like the way I look at this experience is that it's it's like our consciousness projects out into whatever this is, right? Our consciousness and then interacts with it. And then whatever this is sort of reflects our consciousness back to us. And, and that's how we go through life, sort of watching the results of our consciousness, watching. Yeah. And so then we learn lessons based off of that. We make adjustments based off of that and we progress. And so that's kind of how I look at earth for humans and how that works. And then what you're talking about makes very clear and brings into uh, our consciousness, the idea and the concept, and perhaps just the truth, in my opinion, that, um, that we're interacting with, with, with a, an additional consciousness that's clearly a lot, right? That's, that's um, intelligent. Um, and so, and so, how cool is that? All of a sudden now we're, you know, we're living on earth and we're, we're going about, but, but then it's also, you know, water also has consciousness and is alive and, and earth and, and the whole nine. And then all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden that opens up your mind to all kinds of other possibilities and levels and, and um, you know, things. So yeah, it's, 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 it's mind blowing um, studies and mind blowing stuff that she's doing it. Somebody had sent me that at some point, but I hadn't really looked at it too much. So it was cool to see that. Well, if, if water can freeze in the shape of the London bridge, when you impart the, the message of falling down into it and you're made of, I, I think, you know, so the, the popular thing or the, the mainstream thing is 70% water, but um, uh, the people at the conference were saying 97% water. So if, if water can do that, park that over here for a second, you're, you're made of water. 
what can you do or what can the water within you do? What messages, what consciousness, what uh, thoughts, emotions, actions, all that stuff can you do with the water inside you? If you have uh, clean, coherent, structured water inside you, when water can do all of that, what type of thoughts and realizations and um, everything can can go on within you? And I would I would I would submit that we are uh, just scratching the surface, if not like not even uh, when it comes to the uh, potential the capabilities and the ramifications of all of all of what we're doing here. And, you know, and it, it's like, and then you can see sort of how we're all connected, you know, because if, if it's, if we're, we can be connected through the water, there's water all around us. There's water in the air, there's water everywhere. And it, it can, you know, if water in New Zealand can freeze in the form of the London bridge, when you impart the message of falling down, like, to me, it opens up a world of possibilities that we have no idea uh, exist. I mean, you know, as above, so below. What's true on one level is true on all levels. So, yeah, when you mention, you know, sort of collective consciousness, that's the word I was looking for earlier, <laughs> collective consciousness and how we're all connected, connected through the water. Well, of course, we're all connected through something, right, because we already know that that we're all we have this collective consciousness. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Um you know, it really gets into a lot of the law of attraction stuff too, right? It's like all the law of attraction, uh, you know, people who, who, um, you know, who are talking about that, those,